Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Awaken Health Podcast. I am your host, Lana Kayla, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today on this special episode about self-sabotage. And the reason that I'm excited to talk about this is that we all experience self-sabotage. Some of us just handle it better, and some of us have no clue what's going on, and both are okay. First of all, everyone is so unique and so different. And that's what I really aspire to help women and moms understand is that you are unique and you're different and your journey is going to look completely different compared to mine, compared to the person online, compared to your sister, your mom, whatever it may be. Your journey is different and it's unique to you. And instead of feeling bad or different about it, you should be empowered because you get to decide how your journey looks and what works best for you and your lifestyle. Okay. So self-sabotage, again, either you might be completely aware of it. um, You might be a little aware of it, or you may have no idea at all. Self-sabotage and what it is, is basically when we are doing something and this could be in any area of your life, but for this episode, we're going to be talking about your health specifically. And so it's when you're doing something really well, you're on top of it, you're being consistent. And maybe someone compliments you. Maybe someone says that you they you inspire them. Maybe you're starting to feel really good about yourself and you're not recognizing the person in the mirror or you don't recognize the person that's taking these steps. And... You do something subconsciously, intentionally or unintentionally to overthrow those results. You do something that you know will not be helpful to your progress. And this could last a day. It could last for an hour. It can last a week. It can last a month. It's all dependent on your level of mindfulness and also your ability to overcome your ego in a way. And you know, this is something that's always going to happen at new levels, but it's really good and not to just succumb to it, but to be able to work around it. So an example of self-sabotage in my particular areas, a lot, I have a lot of examples, but one is when I start to, when I was losing the weight, I've lost and been able to sustain at least 70 pounds, but There was times where I would take a lot of steps forward, but then maybe I would receive a compliment and I wasn't used to getting compliments. I'm not, I'm still not used to getting compliments. It's more like, and I don't think a lot of us are, I think a lot of us are not willing to receive compliments because then that, that means that that's what we think about ourselves. And then people are going to think we're full of ourselves and we worry way too much about what other people think. First of all, (laughs) second of all, it's odd, especially if you come from a time from a childhood where you didn't receive a lot of compliments. You weren't complimented frequently. And it's something that you grew up not being complimented, um, not being told anything good. And so when you start to receive that, you will want to go back to old habits. And again, this can be intentionally or unintentionally. Being seen as a very scary thing, especially when your whole life you've been told to hide and not be seen. So losing weight, gaining weight, first of all, was a whole nother thing because I was being seen for being gaining weight. But then I became used to that. I became used to people making fun of me for my weight gain. I became used to it. And that kind of drove me to lose weight at first. And that's a really negative place to go to. Then 
I started to lose weight and I was getting complimented. And that was even scarier because I was receiving good compliments. So like gaining weight and being seen was scary because I was being seen, but the negativity might've felt relatively comfortable. But then when I started to lose the weight and it was positive feedback I was getting. And again, when you lose weight, it's not necessarily just because you've lost weight. It's because of the way you present yourself. Um, The confidence levels go up. Your energy levels go up when you are taking care of yourself the best way you know how. Um, But I wasn't. And so I was kind of drained. And but I think I felt overall confident, more confident in myself in the ability to lose weight. And I was receiving compliments and I would self-sabotage and I would go backwards. I would take like a hundred steps backwards and go back to old habits. And this really created a cycle of yo-yo dieting and a lot of restriction and then receiving compliments and then not being able to keep up the restriction also. And then going back into like binge eating or contemplating eating disorders. Like that's where I was in my journey. Um, what really saved me was doing it my way and not trying to do it anyone else's way. And also realizing that my weight loss is going to be slow. Also realizing that it's okay for me to receive compliments. And even though that's still hard for me a little bit today, I'm getting better at it. And I'm more mindful of the things that might trigger me. And this is something I really hone in on in Align Lifestyle is what are those triggers? What is it that we can pay attention to? And being gentle with yourself overall, because when I would go through this self-sabotage cycle, I would, I wouldn't, I, and I don't know if it was intentionally or unintentionally. I'm going to say it was unintentionally, but like my subconscious driving me and I would start to beat myself up and I would call myself a failure and that I was never going to lose the weight. And then it would just kind of repeat this awful emotional cycle of, doing it, saying yay, and then feeling really weird being recognized or seen or talked to in a positive way, and then throwing myself. So this might be a form that you experience. Um, Another form is like when you're super consistent and working out, and you're hitting those days, and then all of a sudden you go a week without working out. It can be like the self-conversation you have is I'm not a consistent person. So being weird, it's weird that I was super consistent this week. Let me go back to being inconsistent. And this can cause a lot of cognitive dissonance. I cannot say that word. Where you basically your beliefs do not match your actions. You want to. You want to believe in yourself. You want to make these changes. But your actions are reflecting something different. And this can be very frustrating and overwhelming and annoying. And it can make you feel like you're failing at everything. But being mindful is really the key here to help us overcome self-sabotage in any area. But again, just talking about your health being aware of what triggers that and kind of catching yourself. Now, at first you might not notice it at all until it's already been like a week of doing old habits and performing in a certain way that you didn't want to. Um, It may happen post binge meal where you're like, well, why did I have this meal? This isn't aligned with me. This isn't what I want to do anymore. And this makes me feel really shitty. Like, well, this is when you start to get really curious with yourself and allow the curiosity to come. But my biggest tip is don't beat yourself up about it. 
Don't say I'm a failure. Don't say I really screwed this up this time. Don't say I need to restrict for the next seven days because I had a big, large meal. Ask yourself, what was it that triggered me? And another really great example that I have that recently happened to me was I was very stressed about school because I am a full-time nutrition student. And I was stressed about a paper. I don't know what it was. It was a homework assignment. And I was very stressed out about it. And I found myself looking for candy throughout my house. Now, Valentine's Day just passed. My birthday just passed. And so there's a lot of candy in this house. And I found myself mid-eating a shit ton of candy. And I had to ask myself, why am I feeling this way? Well, the obvious is homework. What else can I do instead of eating all this candy? So see, sometimes I still get caught up in these like self-sabotaging moments but I have built a key awareness around my actions to stop and ask myself midway, what is it that I need? And that might not seem like something you can do right now. That's okay. Again, we're all unique. We're all at different areas of our lives and we all behave in different ways and we all need different triggers and we all need something different than everyone else. So this might look like a day after binging, and you're noticing you're having this feeling of wanting to restrict again, that's a good moment to journal it out. I'm such a huge like um, advocate for journaling because journaling and meditation and mindfulness and weightlifting like have literally changed my life for the better. And I can't even put it into one episode of how beneficial those things altogether came for me. And this is why I am so amped up, empowered, to help other women find those things, those little things that make them feel good. And journaling for a lot of my clients has been really helpful. So I know a lot of people have this resistance around journaling because they don't know what to journal about. But this is what is a great opportunity to begin is post action that maybe didn't align with what you're trying to do. Because your ego is going to try to keep you being the same. Your friends, your old friends that you had these bonds with that you're no longer bonding over will want to keep you the same. Because change is just weird for a lot of people and it's really hard. So be gentle with yourself. But journal out what triggered me to take this action that is unaligned with who I want to become. And then kind of see what comes of it. And instead of saying, well, that shouldn't have bothered me. I don't know why I let this trigger me. I'm I'm a failure. All those awful things that we tell ourselves. Bypass that. Notice it. Don't try to like just shove it down. Notice it and let it pass by. Because what you should know is you're not a failure. You're human. And it's people experience self-sabotage. They experience doing things that they don't want to do. No matter who the fitness influencer is online, it doesn't matter. Everyone experiences this. Everyone experiences it to some degree, and they all have to overcome it in their own unique way. So instead of beating yourself up, come with an action plan for next time you might be feeling this type of way. And what would lead, so for me, for example, being complimented, well, why did that trigger me? Well, it triggered me because I'm not used to good compliments. But are good compliments bad? No, good compliments are very much welcomed. If me accepting them makes me feel a certain way, like dig deeper, because that might make me feel like people think I'm better than them or whatever crazy thing my mind can come up with. 
it doesn't mean any of that. You accept the compliment and you don't have to say, no, 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 you're beautiful. That's not something you say. Thank you. Thank you for this compliment. If it's stress, like my other example is what can I do instead when I'm feeling stressed out before I reach into the candy or before I reach into the bag of chips, what else can I do to replace this habit? And I want you to think about it as a river and you have this river flowing of your old habits for so long, your new river might take some time to kind of dig its little canal in and have the river flowing. And that's going to take some time and some effort, just like the Grand Canyon wasn't made overnight, right? So it's going to take some time and it's about being gentle with yourself and just redirecting yourself gently Um, having a support system that you can talk it out with is also very important because, you know, these thoughts do come up. So whether this is a life coach, a therapist, a friend, a husband, again, or spouse or partner or best friend or cousin or mom or dad, whoever it is, it is very important that you find someone to talk to to help you. And sometimes that might help even better than journaling. I know sometimes for me, I call my mom just to talk and she doesn't really say anything, but it helps me come to my conclusion on my own. And it helps me unravel the story because thinking it all in my mind is very overwhelming. I'm someone that needs to write it down and talk it out. And both work really well for me. So you got to find what works for you. And this is a whole process And understand that you're not going to have it figured out in one day. But self-sabotage does happen. It happens along your journey. And whether you have the most honest intentions to change and you have the most honest intentions to do something different because the way that you've been conducting and living is not beneficial to you or anyone else around you, you might still find yourself having these other thoughts of this is comfortable to me, these old habits, this old way of being. I want to just stay here because I've gotten myself this far and I'm okay. I'm okay where I'm at. That's what your mind is going to try to trick you into thinking. But you do have the ability to overcome that. And you have to remember, well, what can change if I change? What can happen if I start to eat foods that I truly like? And I'm not talking about just eating nutrient-dense foods and eating fruits and vegetables. I'm talking about any kind of food. There's foods that we might be eating that don't really fill us up, that don't make us happy, that make us feel like crap, that make us feel bloated. I had a client drinking soda and she didn't even like soda, but she didn't know why she was doing it. It just was a habit that came up. And so again, this isn't just eating more nutrient dense foods. It's also just eating foods that make you feel really good inside as well. Um, You know, like candy, candy doesn't make me feel good. It makes me feel really sick actually. So be gentle with yourself. Understand that everyone goes through self-sabotage and you're not alone. They go through it at their own unique way. They might experience it differently. They might be, again, completely aware, a little aware, or unaware. Um, And that's different to every person. But you can start to build this muscle of awareness around your actions. And maybe that's all you need to do right now is just have a little bit of awareness around your actions. Again, journaling at the end of the day 
and asking yourself, did I do everything I could have done today? Or was there something that might have been out of alignment? And walking yourself backwards through the day about what might be out of alignment for you and what was in alignment for you or what felt okay for you will help you become more aware as time goes on. Another thing you can do is also start practicing mindfulness, but that will be a topic for another day. So I hope you did find this um, episode to be very helpful and maybe you resonated with it. Again, the goal is just so that we can build awareness around our actions so that way we can start to direct our lives. We have complete control of our lives. Life does not happen to us. It happens for us. It happens by our, our decision. And I don't think that's talked about or understood enough is that we do get to decide how our life goes and we get to decide what we want to do. We have more control than we know. And so it's just really creating this level of awareness. So this way we are not at the mercy of our life and we are enjoying it and having fun and doing things that really light us up. So again, hopefully you found this helpful. I can't wait to see you next time. Have a good day.